which was, why do we, can we or do we not rejoice or respond to the word or the teaching? Well, I, I wish he was here because I would, I would love to really this teacher for her to get some understanding from it. Now, um, bear in mind, there is nothing in the truth that stops us from rejoicing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, how you respond to the word, it's, it's, it's a personal matter. Um, you know, when my wife was here when, when you know, she will wave her hand, she will say, you know, I mean, and she will uh, respond as she sees fit or feel led. But here it is, ladies and gentlemen, this is not Christianity uh, because you're going to respond because someone else is responding. You respond because this is how you have been moved by what you have heard. You have to have that relationship. The scripture says, every man must work out his own salvation with fear and trembling. I'm not looking to um, officer here to respond, to make me respond. I'm responding because I feel led of the spirit by what I heard. Because remember, this is our book. Let's go. Seems like I've been going back to this book a lot. Let's go to Psalms. And, and let me quote the scriptures, please. Let's go to Psalms 147. And we're going to read verse 19 and 20 again. All right. Read for me, please. It's the book of Psalms, chapter 147, verse 19. Read. He showeth his word unto Jacob. The scripture says he shows his word to unto Jacob. Jacob. Why Jacob? He is the progenitor of Israel. Go on. His statutes. His what? His statutes. It says he his statutes. His statutes. Is that right? It says yes, his statutes. Yes, or am I seeing things there? It says his statutes. Go on. And his judgments. And his judgments. Now, in case anyone's worried about his statues, quickly, Malachi 4 and 4, just run there. Malachi chapter 4 and 4. And for a title consideration for this teacher today, I'm going to use this title, uh, Another Look at Tongues. Another Look at Tongues. Let's read. The book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse 4. Read. Remember ye the law of Moses. Remember what? Remember ye the law of Moses. This is the statutes we're talking about. Remember you the law of who? Moses. Go on. My servant. Read. Which I commanded. What? What did he do? Which I commanded. This was not a suggestion. This was a commandment. Not just given to him, the scripture said, but to all generations to come. There is no um, sell-by date on this to say at this date it, 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 it's up. Go on. Unto him in Horeb, for all Israel with the statutes. Hold it. There's your word. Tie that in with 
Psalms 147 and verse 19. There's your precept right there. Come. Read that a bit, a bit again. Come. Which I commended unto him in Horeb for all Israel. Read. With the statue. With what? With the statue. Go on. And judgments. And judgments. Come. Right, let's go back. Let's read 19 again. Psalms chapter 147, verse 19. Read. He showeth his word unto Jacob. Go on. His statutes and his judgments unto Israel. Unto Israel. See, it's only to Israel. I know everyone was saying, well, the Bible's, oh, the Bible's everyone's. You know, anyone can pick up the Bible. Hold on a moment. He says that he showed his word, his word to Jacob and his statutes and his judgment unto Israel. Now, the reason why this may be difficult for a lot of people, especially those of you looking online and wondering, what is he talking about? Surely the scriptures for everybody. He's the God of everybody. He does not say he's the God of everybody. That's right. That's not what the scripture says. But, but we're not going to go into that right now. Go into verse 20, please. Verse 20. He have not dealt so. He has what? He, he have not, not dealt so. Read. With any nation. With any nation. Any nation. He doesn't even... Uh, flounder with words. He just said, I have not dealt so with any nations. And then he seals it. Go on. And as for his judgment, Read. they have not known them. None of them have known his judgment. Only Israel has. Israel has been from hell to high water. We've been through the flood, been through the fire. Israel has. That's right. And that's why it says that, that only we have known his judgments. We've known the pain of that. Go on, finish it. Praise ye the Most High. Praise ye the Most High. So now, ladies and gentlemen, the teaching that we're going to be dealing with today is dealing with another look at terms. We're going to go to Deuteronomy 28, and we're going to read 64. Deuteronomy 28 and 64. <clears throat> Let us begin reading, if you please. It's the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28 and verse 64. Read. And the Most High shall scatter thee among all people. Now, it's important for you to underline that word. He says, I'm going to scatter you and I'm going to do it among all people. Now, we could be skeptical if he only puts some people, because then he would have to give a description as to who those some people are. Huh. But he uses the word to all people. That means we're everywhere. Huh. Israel is everywhere. That's right. And then, read on. From the one end of the earth. From one end of the earth, go on. Even unto the other. Go on. And then. Thou shalt serve other gods. And when we were scattered as a nation, we ended up serving other gods. God. Now I'll prove how we ended up doing that in just a moment. Because we're not leaving here without all the facts being put on the table. So finish it for me, please. God. Which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. Even wood and stone. Let's go to Baruch from the Apocrypha, and we're going to go to chapter 4 and verse 6. 4 and verse 6. The book of Baruch, chapter 1, Salaki, page 105, chapter 4 and verse 6. This is your precept. Go on. Ye were sold 
to the nations. You were what? Ye were sold to the nations. We were sold to the nations. Why were we sold to the nations? Remember, the ones who called themselves Jews, when in history, and I've looked, I have many, many books, I have not found one inkling of history that shows them ever being sold. Not one inkling of history that they've ever been put on ships. But watch what it says, read. Not for your destruction. Not for our destruction. So he didn't put us into, uh, in, into uh, as chattel to be sold for our destruction. Read. But because ye moved God to wrath. To wrath. We moved him to wrath. Go on. Ye were delivered unto the enemy. So we were delivered unto the enemies. Go on. For ye provoked him. That made you. So we provoked him that made us. Go on. By sacrificing unto devils. By sacrificing unto devils. Go on. And not to God. And not to God. Stop there. Let's now get into the crux of this somewhat. Now what I want you to do, let's go to Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 11. And we're going to begin reading that in verse 11. 11 and 11, easy verse to remember. Isaiah chapter 11 and 11, let's go. The book of Isaiah, chapter 11, verse 11. Read for me. And it shall come to pass. And it shall what? And it, it shall, shall come, come to pass. Go on. In that day. In that day. That the Lord shall set his hand again the second time. So it says, there is a time in the future that the Most High is going to set his hand again to do what? Read. To recover the remnant of his people. To, so there's a remnant. The reason why we know there's a remnant, because out of all of Israel, not all of Israel is going to be saved. Two-thirds of our people are going to be destroyed. That's right. Only one-third is going to make it. Hence why the writer puts here, to recover the remnant of his people. Read. Which shall be left. Which shall be left. From. Now, before we go into that, please, it's important that you take good observation because we're going to see something in this verse that we're going to see later in the New Testament. So he says this. He says, go on. Of his people which shall be left. Go on. From Assyria. From Assyria. And from Egypt. From Egypt. And from Pathros. Pathros. And from Cush. From Cush. Now, and, just for those of you who don't know where Cush is, that's Ethiopia. But go on. And from Elam. Elam. For those who don't know, those are the Persians. That's the that's the ancient name for the Persians. Go on. And from Shinar. Shinar is uh, Babylon. That's where the, uh, Babylon was in the plains of Shinar. Go on. And from Hamath. And from where? From Hamath. So Hamath now is, is where the, the, the orients of the river Syria is, a, is in existence. And that's where the isles are. All right. Continue. And from the islands of the sea. Right. Okay. So, so from there, we see that it is there, it tells us clearly that he's going to recover us from. And he says that he's going to set up an ensign on Israel. That's read in the verse 12. 
but we won't do that for time purposes. Let's now stay in Isaiah, go to Isaiah 28, and we're going to read verse 1. Book of Isaiah, chapter 28, and verse 1. Woe to the crown of pride. Woe to the, the, what, the crown of what? Woe to the crown of pride. To those that are prideful. A crown. Some people wear their pride like a crown. Go on. To the drunkards of Ephraim. So Ephraim here, it says, is drunk. Ephraim is one of the 12 tribes of Israel. But now it's saying they're drunk. How are they drunk? Let's see. Read. Whose glorious beauty is a fading flower. Is a fading flower. Why is their beauty now a fading flower? It's fading because those who were once exalted and looked highly upon in the kingdom of Israel, as one of the 12 tribes of Israel, now the beauty is fading. How does our beauty fade? You must ask the question. Read. Which are on the head of the fat valleys. So, so it's which are on the it said on the head of the what of the fat valleys fat valleys okay so it's casted them go on of them that are overcome with wine that are what of them that are overcome with wine They're overcome with wine now that word wine here it is signifying of philosophy. Now, the reason why you can't use, now, now in, and again, you'll hear me use this time and time, those of you who first time listening to me, you'll hear me use the word Christianity a great deal. Christianity because it's a falsity. There's no such thing as Christianity in the scriptures. Christian, yes. Christianity, no. You can't find it. Show it to me. Send it to me. Email it to me. You will not find it in the scriptures. It's sure. made up. Now, here's the thing that I want you to understand is this, that all the words that you read in the scripture wine does not always signify the same thing. There are some things that are seen on the right-hand side, and there are some things that are seen on the left-hand side. One is positive, righteous. One is darkness uh, um, and ignorance. So here it says, this is wine here that is speaking about, it's dealing, about dealing with the philosophy. How this tribe got caught up in the philosophies of the nations that it was involved in. Are you seeing that clearly there? Yes, sir. Jump now, now, because of time, to verse 9. Isaiah chapter 28, verse 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? So he says now, whom shall he teach knowledge? Go on. And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? No, not everyone is going to understand doctrine. That's why there is so much deliberation and arguments and going backwards and forwards between different people of different um, uh, denominations. And the truth is, in our people, there's no such thing as denominations. Sure. Oh, I'm Pentecostal, I'm Baptist, I'm Presbyterian. The truth is there's no such thing. Right. We've adopted the principles of the country that we resided in. Sure. Mm, that's, a, that's a topic for you to get your head over. So it says here, and, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Read. Them that are winged from the milk. So those who, who are connected to 
the milk source of the word. In other words, a, a set of people. In other words, the teat of this milk is not sucked by every nation. It is only sucked by those who come from that nation. So Israel, notice if you don't believe me, go back to the Old Testament. Study what happened to the children of Israel. And remember when Moses was found, uh, um, the, the, the queen or the princess, she ordered for a woman of Israel to come and wet feed the baby or wet nurse the baby because she knew it was an Israelite. So the milk had to come from Israel. So now when we read this now, it said, them that are weaned from the milk, and read, and draw from the breast. And draw from the breast. See that? Now jump, if you please, to verse 11. Verse 11. Now follow this carefully. Remember the discussion today is another look at tongues. Read. For with stammering lips. For with stammering lips, read. And another tongue. And another tongue. Interesting. Stammering lips, another tongue. What well, we haven't moved anywhere. We're still in Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 11. Follow me. Read. Will he speak? Will he do what? Will he speak? Will he do what? Will he speak? Will he speak to this people? To this people. Come. Now, the, this people is Israel. Didn't say to every nation because this conversation is only being deliberated to Israel. Come? Come. All right. So with that in mind now, uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Now, when we just, what we just, for some of you still trying to find it, let me just quickly say this in, in the meantime. What we just read in Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 11, it said, for with stammering lips and with another tongue. That's your uh, corporate word, another tongue. It should be underlined, it should be looked at, because what is he saying there? Okay, in 1 Corinthians, Chapter 14 and verse 21. Read, let's hear what it says. The book of 1 Corinthians, <clears throat> chapter 14 and verse 21. And verse what? And verse 21. Let's read. In the law, it is written with men of other tongues. See that? In the law, in the law, it is written, what does it, what, what is it written? With men of other tongues. With men of other tongues. Go on. And other lips. And with what? And other lips. And other lips. Now, did we not just read that okay. in Isaiah? So here it says, in the law it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips will I speak unto which people? Unto this people. Did we not read that in the next, what we just read in, in Isaiah, said this people? Speaking of Israel, can't. So when we read on, read for me. Yes, sir. And yet, for all that will they not hear me. Uh, and what? And yet, for all that will they not hear me. They will not hear me. So here in Corinthians, Paul 
is saying the same thing as Isaiah said, the people will not listen. That's why throughout the scriptures said that we are a stiff-necked people. In 2020, we're trying, as well as other Israelite camps, to wake up our people to who you are. But our people seem to find it difficult to, to accept this truth from someone who looks like them. Isn't that something? Maybe if I was maybe um, 10, 20, 30, maybe even 50, 100 shades lighter, maybe you would listen to me. Because you've been conditioned to listen to your uh, the other nations and not ready to listen to your own. You've been programmed that. That's, that's gone on for centuries and generations. Are you going to be the one that breaks that curse? And so now when we read the scriptures here, it, it says, go ahead and read, sir. Verse 22. Wherefore, tongues are for a sign. Tongues are for a sign. Go on. Not to them that believe. Not to those that believe. Because those that believe, you don't need to prove anything to them. Go on. But to them that believe not. Those that believe not. Read. But prophesying. But prophesying. Serveth not for them that believe not. So prophesying is not even for us. <laughs> Read. But for them which believe. Which believe. Read on, sir. If therefore the whole church be come together into one place, and all speak with tongues, and there Hold come. Hold it. Go back and read it again from the top. Come. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 23. If therefore the whole church be come together into one place, and all speak with tongues. Now, Paul was basically saying, that the Israelites would no longer speak in their original language, their original tongue. We know that's true, because that's what's happening today. But finish the text, if you please. Yes, sir. And there, and there come, and those that are unlearned. Unlearned, go on. Or unbelievers. Unbelievers, go on. Would they not say that ye are mad? Mm. So, here it is that we're reading the scripture. It's telling us that there is a, uh, a law written that men would speak, or our people would speak with another tongue. Mm. Jump back up and read, if you please, verse 22, just for a quick moment. Just read the, the uh, first clause of that, down to believe not. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 22. Wherefore, tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. Mm. But prophesying serveth not for them that believe not, but for them which believe. Jump back down to verse 24 and read. Verse 24. But if all prophecy, and there come in one that believeth not, Go on. or one unlearned, he is convinced of all. He is judged of all. He is judged of all. Now, understand it. Now, um, go to chapter 13 for a quick moment. Let's just go there for a quick moment. Uh, I'm trying to, I would like to spend more time. Normally, it's something that I would teach on the, the Sabbath, but 
but let's go. Jump, read verse 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 8. Charity never fails. Now, as we read this, ladies and gentlemen, it's telling us clearly that we must have charity. And it tells us clearly here, charity never fails. It never fails. And we all know what charity is, do we? I hope we do. Charity, it's root, it's, it's love. Then it says, charity never fails. So love never faileth. And remember, there's ETH at the end of the word, uh, fail, so it means it, it just doesn't. Go on, but. But whether there be prophecies. Where, now watch this, where there, there be prophecies. They shall fail. But it says prophecies will fail. Now, listen up. It doesn't mean that the scriptures have prophecies and the prophecies are going to fail. That's not what it means. Who can tell me? Let me see who's, who's, who's uh, switched on. What does it mean? Go ahead. Does it mean that um, somebody's been prophesied, doesn't call themselves a prophet, been prophesied that the truth doesn't necessarily come to pass? No, that's not what it's saying. But good attempt. But what does it mean? Simply, there it is, it says, it's using the word failure. So it said, charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecy, they shall fail. What does it mean? Quickly. Quick, 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 quick. Yes. <clears throat> Good. It means that it ceases. Now watch this. Go ahead. Read from that. But whether. Come. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Read. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. They shall what? They shall cease. They shall cease. So it's the same word, um, uh, fail there, but it's using the word cease. So tongues will cease. Go on. Whether there be knowledge. Where there is knowledge, go on. It shall vanish away. That shall vanish away. Because there's a time coming when the word of God will become scarce in the land. The scripture said that men will run, try to find a word. It's a word from the Lord they cannot find. In fact, with the the, 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 the virus, um, just the other day when we were no longer at camp, when there was no one about that would normally be out on the street when we're normally there reading the word, that wasn't happening. That's a type of it. It's not the crux of it yet, just the type of it. So here we says, it, it says, whether there be knowledge, uh, it shall vanish away. Come on? All right. Now let's see what happened. Let's go to Acts because I think we need to get to the root of this. Acts chapter 1, uh, Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. Now we're going to read this easily, so let's read. The book of Acts. Chapter 2 and verse 1. Go on. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. When the day of Pentecost was fully come. Now, Pentecost is the feast of weeks. 50 days. It is a high holy day. Come. Read on. They were all with one accord. One accord, go on. In one place. One place, go on. And suddenly... There came a sound from heaven. Go on. As of a rushing mighty wind. Go on. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Now, 
That was a miracle at that time. It was there and it was significant to identify the spirit falling on a particular group of people. Hmm. Now, why is that so important? Because today, history has been twisted. Because it is said today that the Holy Spirit can fall on anyone. Hmm. Now, I know you're struggling out there in, in, in video line. You're saying, what? But I have the Holy I speak in tongues. Remember that brother on the street? Yeah. I'm through with the Holy God. I speak in tongues. Here is what it says clearly. And there appeared upon them cloven tongues like as fire, and it sat upon each of them. It identified with them. It was a miracle. Why? Because it was there to set the stage of something that was going to be a phenomenon from that time forward. But not in the way that many of us think. Read the next verse. Verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled with what? With the Holy Ghost. Read. And began to speak with other tongues. With other tongues. As the Spirit gave them utterance. As the Spirit gave them utterance. Go to Ephesians chapter 6 and 19 real quick for me. I'm going to speed this up just a little bit. So forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm going to push you. It's just because of time. Go on. Ephesians chapter 6 and 19. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 19. Go on. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me. See that? So hold that. Go back, read what you just read in Acts 2 and, and 4, Come. and then go back and read Ephesians 6 and 19. Read. Acts chapter 2, verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. With what? With the Holy Ghost. Go on. And began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Go on, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 19. Read. And for me, that utterance. That what? That utterance. That utterance, go on. May be given. Maybe what? May be given. Go on. Unto me. Unto him. So it's not everyone. Come. Unto him. Go on. Then I may open my mouth boldly. And do what? And I may open my mouth boldly. Read. To make known the mystery of the gospel. The gospel. Come. See that? 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 9. Quickly, sir. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 9. It reads, So likewise ye, except ye utter by... Except you what? Except ye utter by the tongue words easy to be understood. Easy to be understood. So the utterance is to speak words that can be understood. Now, here is the, 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 the confusion here. And we're going to go back. We're going to deal with it. Because, again, I know some, some right now out there in, in video line, they, they're getting over dizzy. You're messing up my, my theology here, Dr. Thompson. All right, let's go back to Acts chapter 2 and let's read verse 5. The book of Acts, chapter 2 and verse 5. Go ahead. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews. Jews. Devout men. Go on. Out 
of every nation. Out of where? Out of every nation. Out of every nation. Read. Under heaven. Under heaven. Where did we just read that? Anyone here? Isaiah, come on. We only read a few scriptures. Isaiah. Isaiah where? 28.11. Oh, wait, what you got? Go back there and just take a quick look for some of you because I, I know I'm going a bit fast and I know I, I should really slow it down, but do forgive me on this occasion. Read it again. Isaiah 28. Twenty-eight nine. Go ahead. Isaiah chapter twenty-eight and verse nine. Go on. Whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Make to do what? Understand doctrine. Make to understand doctrine. Is, is that correct? Uh, All right. Now jump to Isaiah chapter eleven and eleven. Isaiah chapter eleven and verse eleven. All right. Now make a note of that, ladies and gentlemen. Lock it into your brain. Go on. And it shall come to pass. Read. In that day. Go on. That the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people. Go on. Which he, so lucky, which shall be left from Assyria and from Egypt. All right. Now, we don't have to go through a whole lot, but I want you to make a note. What you're reading there ties in with what you're reading in Acts chapter 2 and verse 5 through to 11. Okay. Have you got that? Acts chapter 2, 5 through to 11. Now let's go back to Acts chapter 2 and verse 5. Let's read. The book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 5. Read. And they were dwelling at Jerusalem. Jews, devout men, out of every nation. Out of where? Out of every nation. Out of every nation. Under heaven. Under heaven. Now, who can tell me how did we just read it? I gave you the clue. Went back to Isaiah chapter 11, 11. How did we find ourselves in every nation under heaven? Do you have a, a, a historical background, Terrence? Do, do, you, do you? A little bit? Okay. So... How did we, how did we find ourselves? Go ahead, sir. Because we disobeyed him, he scattered us. Now let's give you some historical content. Please make a note of this, please. In every nation, under the Assyrian captivity, make a note, 722 BC, that was the Northern Kingdom. The Northern Kingdom was brought into captivity 722 BC by the Assyrian, the Assyrians. Then the southern kingdom was captured by Babylon. Babylonian captivity. And that was done in 606 BC. 606 BC. Now, whilst we were in those captivities, for many generations, what do you think happened to us? Go ahead. Yes, ma'am, at the back. We followed You followed their, their what? Their culture and systems. You followed their culture and what else did you say? Their systems. We took their language. We took their laws. And their culture became our culture. 
Now watch this. Let's say, for instance, all of you here, you so-called African Americans, let's just say that you are from, you were, you were shipped out of Africa, but you are really uh, the Israelites, and you still had your, your tongue at that time, your Hebrew tongue. You've been put here in America, and some of you from the islands. And you've been in the islands, been in America, you've been in South America, you've been there for hundreds of years. Are you going to remember your language? Especially when it was a byproduct to beat your language out of you. And to make sure that there's no connection, your name was changed from Kunta Kente. <laughs> Your name is Toby, that's a fine name, boy. You know, it isn't it something? And now, how do you go back to speak in the language that you once knew? So here, remember, it was prophesied in Isaiah chapter 11 and 11. Now, I'm, I'm purposefully slowed down because I think it's just way too heavy to, 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 to crash this meal out in just one sitting. So we, we may have to take it up on the Sabbath. Uh, would you like me to do that? Yeah? Okay, all right, all right. All right. So, um, and plus the others who will be here, that they'll be able to, um, to benefit as well. So, here is the thing now. You've lost your culture. You've lost your language. You've lost your laws. And you picked up all of the laws of, of the, the country that you're in. But remember, when, when Judah, when the southern kingdom was in the Babylonian captivity, what did they do? There was a remnant there who still kept the laws and the statutes. There was a remnant also in, in, the, in the northern kingdom. And that's why many of them traveled back. Now, how do we know this? We'll bring it here in Acts. So in Acts, what we're reading, it says, in Acts chapter 2 and verse 5, it said, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Read, sir. Verse 6. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded. They were what? And confounded. They were confounded. Why? Because that every man heard them speak in his own language. In his own language. So these were Jews who grew up in other nations, kept uh, their traditions of Jewry, but now traveled back to Jerusalem for Pentecost. Come. And when they traveled back for Pentecost, because they knew they had to keep the laws, statutes, and commandments. Did we not just read that in Psalm 147 and verse 19 and 20? Are you seeing this, ladies and gentlemen? Now, I'm leaving the juicy parts out. We'll probably hit that all on the same, okay? Because we've got to deal with the speaking in tongues. But I don't want to rob you of it, because if I, if I gallop through, you'll say, oh, I, I can't take a breath here. Mm -hmm. But here's what happened now. Before we go there, um, to show how they have been scattered, go to 2 Maccabees chapter 1 and verse 1. 
Let's do that. Second Maccabees, chapter 1, and verse 1. Let's read that, if you please. Watch what it says. Second Maccabees, chapter 1, and verse 1. Go on. The brethren, the Jews, that be at Jerusalem. That be where? At Jerusalem. Go on, sir. And in the land of Judea. And in the land of Judea. Listen carefully now. Underline it. Go on. Wish unto the brethren, the Jews that are the thought, the Salaki. The oh, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> you, you, you cannot mess with my crescendo. <laughs> Read it from the beginning. Second Maccabees chapter 1, verse 1. Read. The brethren, the Jews that are at Jerusalem. Read. And in the land of Judea. Read. Wish unto the brethren, the Jews that are throughout Egypt, health and peace. See? So there were Jews throughout Egypt. Come. This is going back. Remember, this Maccabean period here is going when we were under uh, Greek occupation. What you read in Matthew, Luke, and, and John, that's now Roman occupation. This is the book that they removed out to, to, to take away timelines. Okay. That's why in the 1611 King James Bible, it has it in there because it was a part of it. But when you take it out, you wonder, how do we jump from, from this captivity? Now we're in Roman captivity. That's right. Makes no sense. But then with this now, it makes all sense. Come on. So, so let's let's hear the scripture. Let's go to Psalms one, uh, no Psalms nineteen, and verse three. Let's see what David says about the matter. Psalms nine. What did I say? Nineteen, verse three. Go ahead. Let's read the book of Psalms, chapter nineteen, and verse three. Read. There is no speech nor language. Watch it now. There is no speech nor language. Read. Where their voice is not heard. Where their voice is not heard. Meaning, our people speak every language under the sun. Why? Because you're scattered throughout every nation under the sun. Did we not read that in Isaiah? Powerful, isn't it? So now, when we go back now, and we read... Uh, Acts chapter 2, and let's read 6 again. Come. Acts chapter 2 and verse 6. Go on. Now, when this was noise abroad, read. the multitude came together. They did what? Came together. Go on. And were confounded. And were confounded. Go on. Because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Speak in his own language. Go on. And they were all amazed. And marvel, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galilean? So they were amazed because, listen, they were born. It's like me being born in France. And I come over here and I'm, I'm, I'm with a group of people that I know have never left this country, let, let alone seen France. And all of a sudden, the Spirit moves on them and they begin to speak Francais. And as they're speaking, I'm saying, what? Hold on. You're, aren't you African-American? Where did you get Francais from? I don't know. I, I, it just came up with me. So, did you go to school for it? No. So how did you speak it? How, how are you learning this? It's because when the Spirit moved on them, 
They spoke languages that was from every nation under the sun. And every man that was there from all the different scattered parts where we were, they turned around and they were amazed. They marveled. They said, but these are Galileans. And again, you must know the historical content of being a Galilean. That's why the, the question was, anyway, that, we won't go into that. But because Galileans came with a repetition too. And so then when we read this now and read on, watch verse, what it says. Verse 8, in how we, every man. Read this so slowly. In how hear we, every man, in our own tongue. Wherein we were born. Wherein we were born. We were born there. And we're hearing you speak. We traveled halfway across the world to, 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 to celebrate Pentecost. And here you are. Wow. Okay. This is mind-boggling. You, you speak. Do you speak Phoenicia? Mm -hmm. huh? you, you speak like someone from Pontius? Mm -hmm. Have you been to Cappadocia? Huh? I've been to Pergamon. How do you speak those languages? Uh, I've never left Galilee my whole life. I'm just a regular fisherman. So this was mind bending to them. Uh, we have a question online. Let me take that question. Yes, sir. How does this relate to the tongues of angels? Corinthians 13. I, I know. <laughs> I believe me. I've got that ready for you all. <laughs> Now, if I had allowed myself to gallop through, I would have, uh, maybe I, I would have just trampled over everyone's brain and you leave here with mushy brains. But I'm, I'm purposefully, I slowed myself down, especially when I, I was looking at you once. It's something about, it's like a, a tornado has just you know, come across you. So I slowed it down so that we can do it, deal with it so that you can get it in good bite-sized portions. Come So the question that was asked, I promise you, I'm going to answer it. It may not be tonight because that's a little bit into the teaching a little bit, and I need to give you more um, uh, wording behind that in order for it to come out properly. So bear with me, and I promise you'll get that. And hopefully no phones are going to interrupt my teaching either. So here we are now. Let's go back and read what we just uh, was. Verse eight. Uh, verse 8. Read verse 8 again, if you please. Acts chapter 2 and verse 8. And how hear we, every man. Every what? Every man. Every man, go on. In our own tongue. In our own tongue. Go on. We're, Salaki, so wherein we were born. Wherein we were born. Now, here's the thing that you, you must recognize. The Hebrew tongue became the secondary tongue of those who were devout men. The Hebrew tongue became the secondary tongue. For some, it became the third tongue, because some of them spoke more than one language. So when they came, they knew enough Hebrew to get themselves around. But their major language was the countries where they were from. All right, to prove that point, real quick, I wonder if I should go there now. Uh, let me see what time is. All right, let's just touch this real quick. Just real quick, I'll, I'll revisit again on the Sabbath. But go to Exodus for me, please. Exodus chapter 4, and let's read verse 10. Exodus chapter 4, and let's read verse 10, if you please. The book of Exodus, chapter 4, and verse 10. Read. 
And Moses said unto the Most High, O oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. Now, sadly, in Christianity, when I was coming up, they taught me that this meant that Moses was not the brightest or the sharpest knife. That is not true. God. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, remember, Moses was taken as an infant out of the Nile, raised continuously as a son of Pharaoh. God. And as a son of Pharaoh, the language you speak in the house of Pharaoh is Egyptian. That's right. You don't speak the Hebrew tongue. How did Moses then learn it? He learned it um, by small portions from his mother who weaned him. She did it. She put it in enough in him. This is why now when you're reading, well, Moses is, read it again, if you please. Exodus chapter 4 and verse 10. Go on. And Moses said unto the Most High, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. Meaning he didn't know the Hebrew language sufficient enough to go back and converse. Come. That's what it is basically saying. Come, come. To take it even further, I, did you have a question? I had nothing to do with him having a stuttering. I heard that mess as well. Moses stuttered. He didn't stutter. Let me prove it. Bear with me. Read verse 11. Verse 11. And the Most High said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth? Hello. Do you think the Most High is going to send you into something and not give you the proper provisions even in the articulation of speech? And remember, as Moses was making this statement, it angered the Most High. That's right. Because read on. Who have made man's mouth, or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seen, or the blind? Have not I the Most High? So he's letting, he's letting, no, listen, 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 don't give me near that. If I'm sending you somewhere, I'll make sure that you're more than equipped to deal with the situation. That's right. Now, why would our, our father, our, our Yah, be that way back then and not be that way today? He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. That's right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, with us, we have to recognize, recognize that he doesn't ill-prepare us. He always equips us readily to do all things. Why does the scripture then say, I can do all okay. things? Why does it say that? Through whom? Through the, 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 the verse says through the Christ that strengthens me. But, but we say through the armor That's right. That strengthens us. So read the next verse. Read verse 12. Verse 12. Now therefore. He said what? Now therefore. Watch what he says. Go. Go. And what? What did he say? Go. So he says to him, now go. Read. And I will be. Hold it. And he said, and I will be what? I will be with thy mouth. With your mouth. Is anything too hard for the most high? No. no. Read. No. And teach thee 
what thou shalt say. So he said that I'm going to, whatever, whatever slow speech you have, I'm going to put it right so that when you get there, you'll be able to speak that language like you were born into it. So what you must understand here, he was raised in the house of Pharaoh. Therefore, he spoke the Egyptian tongue. That's what he spoke. That's what he mastered. The only reason why he had some Hebrew is because his mother, who weaned him, like any mother would do, and you know, I, I'm, I'm a father. I, I watch how mothers, you know, they speak into the lives of, of the, their children. As, as, as they're breastfeeding them, as they're feeding them, as they're playing with them. And he was picking up the language secretly because the mother was also making him know you're not really Egyptians. If he did not have that, why then would he rise up to even defend one of his countrymen? See, this is the things that we ought to have clear understanding when it comes to this gospel. And remember, the gospel to us is good news. Why is it good news? Because you're, all right, I'm, I'm getting excited to slow myself down. Go to Jude, Jude, Jude 5, Jude 5, Jude, book of Jude, and we're going to read um, verse 5. You know, I go to it all the time because it's a key verse to help us to remember certain poignant points. So here we go. Watch what it says. The book of Jude, verse 5. I will, therefore... Put you in remembrance. Read. Though ye once knew this. Stop. Though you once knew this. Then finish it. How that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt. Read. Afterward destroyed them that believed not. That believed not. That's a wonderful time right there with what we just come from. Okay. See that? All right, so I have to stop there. So, so I have to stop there because again, um, it will be too much. And it's going to get heavy, and I think it's fair that I give you the opportunity to get it piece by piece because the, the hot, the, 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 the juicy parts we we still got to get. <laughs> but we'll leave that until the Sabbath. Gone. All right. Now I'll take any questions so long as it's questions that. Um, is to do with what we've already tip-taught. If there's any questions that you ask that's going to be answered, I'll let you know um, then. So any questions at all that anybody has online, let me take those questions now, if you have any. And whilst those questions are coming up, let me just quickly say this. Um, some of you have given some email questions and you emailed them to me. Again, um, some of them, you can find those teachings um, one of the teachings from our district out in California, which is uh, to abhor an Edomite, um, that, uh, well, I've actually done a whole, you know, maybe two hour teaching on that one. Um, what I will do, I'll attempt to see if I can find it and send it to you, uh, or at least give you the name, and uh, you can find it and then go through it piecemeal and uh, get some understanding. But I will do some breakdowns of that in the future as well. Um, in bite-sized portions so you can get more understanding. Because sometimes people don't understand. Uh, if scripture says that uh, Edom is our brother, and he is. He is. No doubt about it. It says so in Genesis uh, chapter 20, 
25 and, and, uh, and, and 25. So sure. there, there's no doubt about that. But it's to understand how did that whole situation change? That's the crux of it. All right. At this particular point, for those of you online, thank you for, again, for joining us on this Wednesday night, as you usually do. We hope that you've been properly blessed and, and come to some understanding from the teaching. Um, again, anything you do not understand, please just email it. Um, it will either be answered on the Sabbath, or if it's another um, study question, just email it. I promise you I'll get right to it. As I do with all, it just takes a bit of time. Sometimes I'll incorporate it in a teaching, so that's why it's important for you to follow as much of the teaching as you possibly can. Now, on the behalf of myself and officer, uh, we just want to quickly say to you, We see you on the Sabbath. Good night to you, wherever you are. All right, to those of you who are here at this time, if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to ask those questions as we prepare to uh, receive an offering before we get ready to go. So uh, let me have those questions. <laughs>